Hey, you've got it locked on, the Matthew Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Durr, today. It's Matthew chapter 13, starting in verse 24, going to verse 43. Let's get started. Here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat. Then slipped away when the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked? No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. Here's another illustration Jesus used. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows into a tree, and birds come to make nests in its branches. Jesus also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Jesus also used stories and illustrations like these when speaking to the crowds. In fact, he never spoke to them without using such parables. This fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophets. I will speak to you in parables. I will explain things hidden since the creation of the world. Then, leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. His disciples said, Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Jesus replied, The Son of Man, speaking of himself there, is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. All right, Jesus gets into gardening again. Man, I wish he'd talk about something I understood. Well, I understand about weeds. I mean, my yard is about 90% weeds, but it's green, so it's no big deal. You can mow weeds. <laughs> I digress. So Jesus here tells these parables, these stories about the kingdom of heaven, or another way of saying kingdom of heaven is the kingdom of God, uh, to drive home some clear points about his kingdom. He talks about a farmer that planted wheat in the field, but then an enemy came and planted destructive weeds among the wheat in those same fields. The big problem is that when the wheat and the weeds grow, they kind of look the same and they become intertwined a bit until it's harvest time. So if you try to pull out the weeds too soon, you could pull out the wheat along with the weeds. You just don't know what's what. You have to patiently wait until harvest when things will be properly sorted. 
Jesus goes on to explain that the good seed, the wheat, are the people of God's kingdom planted in the world. And the weeds are the people who were planted by the enemy, the devil. There will be a day of sorting, he says, in which evil and those who do evil will be sorted and judged. And those who are in a right relationship with God um, will enjoy God's kingdom. Now, between this story uh, and its explanation or further commentary Jesus gives are two stories about waiting. A tiny mustard seed uh, that, when planted, surprisingly grows into a large tree-like bush over time, and a little yeast in a batch of dough that impacts all of it and helps the whole thing expand over time. So what's Jesus getting at here? What's the point that he's trying to make? Jesus' main message has been, his whole time, his, his main gospel good news message has been about the kingdom of heaven, or putting it another way in the other gospels, the kingdom of God. He, it's the same thing, kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, same thing, uh, which means the rule and the reign of God here and now and then into forever. Sometimes we say kingdom of heaven, we think, well, he's talking about heaven where we go when we die. No, that's not, that's not, the, that's not what he's talking about here. Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, same way of saying it here. It's the rule and the reign of God here and now uh, and into forever. It's just as Jesus taught us to pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth here as it is in heaven, right? So heaven, we know, is God's space, right? Where God's will is immediately put into action and all things are the way they should be. And earth is like our space, right? Where we do what we do. <laughs> and at the time of Jesus, there was this very developed view and desire that longed for God to become king. Uh, people were fed up with the ways of the world, the way the world was going, how the other kings and rulers were in power and how they were handling things. It was time for the true king, for God to step in, to bring his power, to set things right and change things to match up with the way things should be, the way things are in heaven, just as Jesus taught us to pray. So when Jesus arrived and started saying the kingdom of heaven had arrived with him, people were getting excited. I mean, they saw things happening that seemed to indicate that God's kingdom, God's dream for the world was coming true. I mean, the blind were seen, the, the paralyzed were beginning to walk, the dead were being raised. And tax collectors, though, and prostitutes were being welcomed by Messiah King Jesus. Wait, what? I mean, that part wasn't really in the script. <laughs> you know, Jesus is kind of, you know, doing some improv here, and that was not supposed to be happening. There was supposed to be a purge of the evil, the sinful, the bad influences, the mob, you know. Uh, but Jesus has all this grace and space for these kind of folks. It's not what people imagined. Also, if the Messiah King has come and the kingdom is breaking into our world, here's the question. Why is evil still having its way? I mean, isn't that one of the greatest questions we have? What, if God is king, why does all this bad stuff still happen, right? The servants in the story wanted to jump into the field and start pulling weeds right away. You know, if I could find people to do that in my yard, it'd be tremendous. But here's the thing. Uh, they wanted to hunt down and start hunting down uh, evil, start purging the impure. They needed to be restrained because things aren't that simple. And in their passion to get started on God's program, 
they would probably start tearing apart God's beloved people as well. There were movements at the time of Jesus that were ready to storm Rome's places of leadership in Israel, hungry to see Israel restored to its former glory as they imagined and read about it and read prophecies about it. But Jesus in this parable and the parable of the yeast and the mustard seed seems to be saying that God's true kingdom doesn't arrive on the scene like that. That this isn't how God is working and this isn't how God is. In these parables is this heart of patience, mercy, grace, waiting, watching, all things that drive me crazy. (laughs) You know, maybe you can relate to that. I like microwaves, uh, you know, instant pots. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, I, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, not slow cookers. There's an understanding that God's kingdom, God's dream for the world, his rule and reign has arrived in Jesus, yet not fully. That there will be a day when it will arrive in all of its fullness. And that's what Jesus' parable seems to be saying, that God's kingdom has come already in him, but yet one day even more. We may not perceive how God is at work at times, like a small seed growing or yeast permeating all the dough, but it is at work. The kingdom is advancing, and the day is coming when it will fully come and arrive on earth as it is in heaven. The parable of the weeds and wheat revealed Jesus' heart of mercy and the reality of judgment. There is a season for both. God is long-suffering and gracious. God doesn't enjoy the sight of evil and pain and the weeds among our world right now. And I also don't think God relishes the thought of declaring harvest time too soon and and seeks to delay judgment in his compassion so that more may experience his kingdom life when that time comes. The presence of evil in this world is not evidence that the kingdom of God is not at work. It is a reminder that we have an enemy who is at work among us here and now. The kingdom of God is present. It is growing. It may seem small at times, but it will continue to expand. And it will catch us by surprise like a mustard seed or yeast in dough at its influence and its size. And even though this is not the time of judgment, judgment will come. And sometimes that part can make us uncomfortable. We love gracious Jesus, merciful Jesus, and we like to skim by judgment, Jesus. I've personally felt challenged that God is working. For me, when I've read through this whole section, I've personally felt challenged that God is working when I can't see it, to not count God out. And maybe you can feel challenged by that too. Is there an area in your own life where for you, you're wondering if God is even at work? And today you're reminded that like a little yeast in some dough, like a mustard seed underground, that God is at work moving, that his kingdom is advancing, that there will come a day when it will fully arrive. The other thing that I've been challenged by in this passage is uh, to love other people with the grace and compassion and patience of God, that I, at the end of the day, am not the, the harvester, <laughs> that I'm not the judge. Um, and that I'm, uh, 
I'm just, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a follower of Jesus and to offer grace and compassion and patience of God to, to those around me. And from that place of love to pursue and reflect God's kingdom and his agenda and to do that with the urgency that the harvest judgment is coming and to recognize that as well. And so how is God speaking to you? What is he saying to you today? And what will be your response? Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you for your teaching. Thank you for sharing your love with us. Thank you for being our king who shares your life with us. May we today be reminded that you're at work in places we can't even imagine and that you care about us, you love us, you've given your all that uh, we might experience life. And uh, today, would you meet us in the places where we need to be reminded that um, evil will not win in the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great rest of your day.